0: You're listening to the Hiking Is My Therapy podcast, where hiking under the influence of mental health happens right here.
1: Deborah guides you through stories and discussions on how the mental health benefits of hiking
0: has helped others. Depression, trauma, anxiety, ADHD, personality disorders, grief and loss, and many more topics are discussed throughout each episode. Keep in mind though, each episode is based on personal perspective or experience to give us insight on choosing a better path.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to The Hiking Is My Therapy Podcast. I'm Deborah, and this is Keep Your Eyes on the Pink Skies with Dawn Rivera. Dawn is the hiking group leader for the Sunset Chasers located in New York and New Jersey. She is also an avid hiker and is known for doing these amazing sunsets and has really built a tight-knit supportive community. Today, we take a deep dive into Dawn's experiences with grief and how her journey of hiking supported that process. So thank you for joining us, Dawn. I really, really do appreciate it. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about you know, yourself, but also your experience with grief and what that looks like for you now.
0: Thank you for having me. Um, yes, yeah, so I, um, I'm i a mom of two children. Um, I did lose my third child. Um, currently, I work in the medical profession for over 20 plus years. I won't say the plus. Um, I am an avid hiker as well, and I've been running the Sunset Chasers. Um, for about three and a half years now. Um, I experienced probably one of uh, the worst nightmares a parent actually can ever have. That's the loss of a child, my son Gabriel. It was a complete devastation. Um, I think loss is something nobody is ever prepared for. It's like the wind and the air has been taken from you and it is experiencing one of the worst experiences in the sense of when you're being told these things by the doctors, you um, you want to just tone it out, pretend you're not hearing them. Um, <clears throat> it, you just shut down completely. Grief is a process that um, just never leaves you. It's just one that we learn to accept. Mm-hmm. One thing that um, is different between us all is the time that allows us to accept that process. There is no right or wrong reason or way that one accepts that time. Um, I know that it took me years to redirect my energy and emotions and pain. Um, It's a very difficult journey one that brings you eventually to a place of peace and acceptance, which is where I am today. But it is a very difficult journey to get there.
1: Got it. Well, I'm really sorry you had to go through that. And, you know, you're absolutely right. There is a process with grief. And it's one of those things that's, you know, is is really hard, I'm sure, to navigate through. So I appreciate you sharing your story. And you know, there's five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance, and they really don't appear in any kind of order. And they can, you know, constantly change and go back and forth at any time. And at the time when this happened for you, which stage do you feel like was, you know, a struggle for you the most? And do you feel that stage still continues to be a struggle for you?
0: I think for me personally, anger and depression was by far the worst, and they went hand in hand for me, and they actually fluctuated back and forth. Um, Grief is really incredibly hard when it's fresh, um, for obvious reasons, um, because of all the emotions that you're going through in that time frame. But it's also really difficult, too, because as everyone moves on with their life, you seem to just be stuck in this emotion and pain and it feels as if others don't understand what you're going through Um, or they may be suffering some kind of pain comparable to you because if they're feeling grief from the loss as well they're just stuck in a different emotion. They may not be in the anger and depression phase. They may be experiencing maybe the denial or the acceptance phase. So it's very hard sometimes to grieve with the people around you um, because everybody is grieving differently and their timing is different too. Um, So it is an array of different emotions constantly running and moving through you. And it's difficult too, because when people are moving on and they're not recognizing what you're going through or they think that you should be done with the process um you start to feel like you're going through it alone and i think that's the hardest thing because there is no time limit on grief
1: absolutely thanks for sharing that you know i think something you had mentioned before you know, to, to a similar effect of, you know, everybody's has their own timeline of coping and everybody kind of grieves differently. So, you know, to that point, what coping skill or strategy did you use to help improve, you know, that, that stage or, or any of these stages for you?
0: I think it's really important for one's well being to speak to a professional during the process. Um, I say that not only as someone who went through it, but also as a healthcare professional. Um, I was involved in support groups for over a year. And I was also um, involved with one on one support with a grief specialist, which was fantastic. Um, it was life changing in many ways and important for me to understand my emotions are normal and everything I felt was normal. I think the other thing is when you're going through this process, you constantly question yourself is what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling like this? Um, you know, you start to question why others don't understand what you're feeling, but maybe they are, they just, they don't know how to express it. They don't know the right words to say to you. Um, So the entire process during this time is just these emotions that you're trying to process and go through and to know that there's others that are in the same situation as you and to hear their stories and to know that you're not alone and people have similar struggles and they went through the same process as you was something that definitely, definitely helped. And um, I th- I think it's really important, you know, to help the healing process. To definitely seek professional help,
1: absolutely. And I'm sure it's also comforting to know when you're not alone. Similar to what you were mentioning before, as well. You know, and you know, wh- whatever difficult event it is, you know, especially with grief, it it's always comforting to know somebody else you know, has gone through something similar or maybe can empathize a little bit. So for those who haven't experienced grief, what do you think or feel is the one thing people really don't understand about grief? And what would you hope for others to improve on?
0: I always use the analogy uh, to describe grief as it's a wound that scabs over time. However, as time passes, if this wound is scraped, it can instantly ooze and bleed. For anybody that's ever experienced grief, they will understand that statement. You know, as we as we deal with the process and time goes on, we experience triggers, anniversaries, um, conversation um, that you have with others, and it instantly will bring up your experience, or what you went through, or your emotions, or how you felt at that exact time. And it's it, it brings you right there. It's right in the forefront. All of the emotions rush forward. There's been times where I was having conversations with someone and they just say one phrase to me. And I instantly break down and it's not anything they did deliberately or anything. It was just that scab was ripped open. I instantly started to ooze and bleed, which is me being emotional and crying. And now this is what happens in the grief process. And there is no time on this either. I mean, it can be 10 years later and we can still be triggered from a loss Um, absolutely grief changes us. It changes our perspective on life. It changes the way we view things. Um, and it changes who we are as a person. And I think that that is something that unless you have actually gone through the grief process, you just don't understand you are a changed person. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I I couldn't agree with you more and to, to kind of, you know, also change gears a little bit in terms of hiking. Was there ever a moment on the trail where, you know, you felt like you were able to reflect better on these hard emotions you were going through?
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm a believer of a lot of signs from above, you know, the angels, the universe, the messengers, you know, the energy around me, especially while hiking. Um, During my process, I spent a lot of time in nature, on the trails, solo hiking, um, trying to find peace in the experience Mm -hmm. and numerous experiences or occurrences had happened to me while hiking and I think when they happen to you you don't you don't in that moment say oh this is the sign but when you reflect back maybe weeks later or months later you're like that was a messenger meant for me or that was supposed to tell me something or that was a healing moment that was being brought to the forefront to show me the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had a lot of experiences like that. Uh, There was one day I was walking on the trail and there was nobody on the trail that particular day. I was alone. And I remember just like, like looking up into the sky while I'm walking and asking, you know, Gabriel was my son's name. And I said, just show me that I'm like on the right path, like that I'm doing what I need to be doing right now. Yeah. And I was kind of like talking to myself. I don't even know if I was talking out loud or if it was just internal conversation in my own mind. And there was somebody walking towards me, but it was an older man with his head down, hiking poles, never made eye contact with me. I was kind of not really paying attention, but as he passed me. He mumbled under his breath, "You're on the right path." And I remembered instantly getting like chills and saying to myself, "Did he just say that to me?" And then turning around to, to like ask him again, "Did you just say something to me to make him repeat himself?" And he was gone. I like didn't even see him, and I just don't even know how it's possible that he walked so quickly. Yeah, But later on, I was like, that was you. You know, you were sending me that message. He that man was a messenger, and he was providing me exactly what I had you know, asked for. And that's to just let me know that I'm I'm where I need to be right now. And I had many experiences like that. Um, in regards to even the sunset chasers, um, I never sought out to start a sunset group. I was, again, I was hiking solo. I was hiking one day and a woman that I knew, she ran a sunset group. I'm sorry, I apologize. She ran a group and she had asked me if if I would take her group to a sunset. And I, I ran into her in the trail and I said, sure. We exchanged information. The following week, I took her group to a sunset. They loved it. And then they asked me if I would do it again the following week. And I was like, sure, you know, no problem. Yeah. Um. And so I did it the next week and it just continued. They just said, hey, can we do it the following week? When are you available again? And one thing led to another. And this woman that it was her group, no longer like she ended up getting married. She, you know, never didn't end up hiking anymore. And yeah. the group ended up kind of landing in my lap which now is the Sunset Chasers. And there are still some of the original hikers from that original sunset um, hike that still hike with me to this day. And I believe that that was delivered to me by my son because weeks prior, I was kind of like talking to myself in the mirror and I was saying, I don't want to hike anymore alone um, bring, bring me, bring me people to hike with. And literally two weeks later, I ran into this woman in, in the trails and here it was two weeks later. I was, I was running this group, which I didn't even sought after or, you know, put together. And here it was. So I believe that that was my son basically saying, you know, I want, I want you to, focus your energy on healing and comfort and have people around you that um, are going to enforce that for you. And that's how I view it, whether it's right or wrong. That's, that's what I think. So everybody that's been brought into my life in the hiking um, community, I believe has a story to share. And I believe that we all come together as this form of the universe that we were, we're all put there together um, Absolutely. so it,
1: it seems like it almost just fell in your lap like he put that in your lap you know
0: what I mean yes absolutely I mean I could tell you too that when I was doing the Catskills uh 3500s and also the winter uh 3500s there are many moments that I was like, I can't do this. You know, I felt defeated. I was exhausted. I was tired. And out of nowhere, even covered in like eight inches of snow, a a heart rock would appear, or I would see a heart cloud, or I would see a heart in a tree. And I I would say, okay, this is you telling me the sign, giving me the sign to keep, keep moving, keep going forward. And I believe those are, those are the signs that, you know, kept me going and keep me going every time I'm out, you know, on the trail. For sure. For sure. He, he
1: seems like he's right by your side at all times, which I'm sure gives you a comforting feeling, you know?
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, you know, that's, that's really inspiring. And it goes to show that hiking in general, it seems like it's facilitated the healing process for you, which is really great. And you mentioned before that acceptance appears differently during the grieving process, which, you know, I absolutely agree with. Do you feel that those signs from the universe, for example, the man who said you were on the right path and the woman from your group are signs that lead towards the stage of acceptance, especially when you're out on the trails? And if so how how can signs from the universe help others on the trails
0: yeah i i completely believe that these were signs that i was meant to see um i i think that we as individuals or humans we have to believe and trust in something and we have to also let go you know, we have to let go of these emotions. We can't harbor them, whatever the grief experience we're having. Um, we have to believe and accept what is in our control and not in our control. I believe is so important. Um, my son would not want me to be miserable and negative every single day and move forward like that. He would want me to love, be happy, and continue on. And I think that every human that crosses your path in life, whether it's in a negative or a positive light teaches us a lesson. And I believe if you ask the universe for signs, they're always going to present to us. We just have to be willing to accept them. And I, as I mentioned before, I even in my own uh, hiking group and outside of the group there's been many humans I have encountered on the trail that I have connected with and have shared experiences and stories of their trauma their grief and I say to myself this is not coincidental that all of a sudden this person is in front of me expressing themselves to me the way they are because this is almost something similar to what I went through. And again, it's almost like group group therapy when I was yeah. in it right after my, my loss. And it's like I'm being brought continuous people throughout time to remind me that we're all experiencing something. And we, a lot of us are going through this healing process and now we are in nature and this is the outlet for us all. So I I think that it definitely helps us.
1: Absolutely. And again, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I feel like you're spot on with everything. And I think it's very insightful to pass that insight onto, you know, others and, you know, engaging in something you enjoy or love and finding the meaning in it, you know, whatever that looks like, whatever signs, you know, what whatever that looks like for them. So b- before we close out, you know, do you have any insight, any guidance, any last words, anything additional you'd like to say or add can be anything you want?
0: I mean, I would just say that as humans, it's it's easy to judge. Yeah. We are all guilty of this, myself included. Um, kindness is easier because we are all struggling with something. And it may not be in that exact moment, but at some point, we're all struggling with something. So to be mindful of that, that everybody we encounter has something going on. And so, just be kind and smile and spread love and forgive. I think forgiveness is huge—forgiveness of ourselves, forgiveness of others. Not to carry and harbor um, anything of resentment. You know, even in 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 the experience of grief, you know, you 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 are angry at yourself. It's it's normal for, for maybe things you should have done or not done or said or didn't say, or we all go through this process. And, you know, we're not perfect and life is short and just happy hiking. And thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. And
1: I really, you know, appreciate you joining and talking about these experiences. I know it's not easy and, you know, I, I'm sure it's difficult to to talk about things, you know, no matter how much time has passed or no matter what stage of grief you're in, it's, it's never an easy road. So I definitely appreciate you sharing everything you did and the insight you provided on and off the trail. I think it's really important for other people to take that in and consider it. So thank you again for joining us and everybody. Thanks for listening. Dawn, you've been amazing. Keep, keep, you know, hiking on the trail. And I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, Hiking is My Therapy listeners. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify,
0: Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or for more information, check us out at hikingismytherapy.com.